2: It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. And all of you Odd Couple fans out there, if you miss any portion of the show, just download the podcast. New episodes go up daily on all platforms. Just type in Odd Couple wherever you get your podcast. download the show, and hit the follow button so you don't miss us again. Bottom of this hour, we've got our man Eddie House, the NBA champion, coming up to talk all things association. So that'll be fun. Keep it locked for that. But we're going to start with college football and not with the Michigan scandal. We're going to move on to Lane Kiffin, who who was being sued, is being sued, Rob. And, uh, you know, it hadn't been a ton of big news about this. But, Rob, G, kind of summarize what's going on with Lane Kiffin.
3: Well, there's a lot going on with Lane Kiffin. Not only does he have to face Georgia this weekend, but this lawsuit, as you mentioned, is hanging over his head like a dark cloud because back in September, Ole Miss defensive tackle DeSanto Rollins filed a $40 million lawsuit against Kiffin and the university for, quote, failure to provide equal protection, racial and sexual discrimination and multiple other allegations. It all stems from Kiffin kicking Rollins off the Ole Miss football team. According to the lawsuit and according to multiple reports, they had an issue as recently as February of uh, February of this year, mid-February, where um, he basically got benched, right? He basically got demoted. So yeah, demoted. he came in as a defensive lineman and Kiffin told him, uh, no, you are going to be moving to scout team offensive line. And the player got upset about it. He said, hey, is that a request or a demand? He said, is it a demand? And if you don't like it, you can quit. And things kept progressing and progressing. Um, February 28th, Rollins decides he needs to take a mental leave of absence from the team. He gets in touch with a sports psychologist, and he's going to get his mind straight because apparently he's very depressed, both with his playing time and with some injuries he had suffered the previous two years. Kiffin, according to this lawsuit and the reports, tried to get in touch with Rollins early March, as as early as March 1st, saying, we'd like to meet with you. We'd like to speak with you and figure out what's going on. And Rollins kept saying, I'm not ready to meet with you. And this cat and mouse game went on for three weeks until they finally did meet. And they had an explosive conversation, which audio was leaked earlier on Thursday between Kiffin and Rollins Take a listen.
0: If you would have come here when you kept getting messages, the head coach wants to talk to you, and you saying, I'm not ready to talk to him.
3: I wasn't.
2: Well, what world do you live in? I don't see why you got to be disrespectful.
0: Honestly. Get out of here. Go. Go. You're off the team. You're done. See you. See you. Because I'm... See you. Go. Go. And guess what? We can kick you off the team. So go read your rights about mental health. We can kick you off the team for not showing up. When the head coach has to meet with you and you don't show up for weeks, okay, we can remove you from the team. It's called being the foot. It's called hiding behind and not showing up to work.
4: Rob your thought is he a pro player said not showing up for work or for school? What'd he say? He I think he said work for work. Oh, okay. I didn't, school I,
2: is certainly you know, I I didn't, I didn't not even
4: I didn't know he was an employee. He's a, a, a showing up for work. Should have fired him 3 weeks ago. What do you wait for if somebody doesn't show up for a job? They don't wait 3 weeks to have, to have they a might. meeting, do they? Nah, they no mostly sometimes. they don't. Uh but anyway, I'm not surprised. Uh the, with the with the people don't have any patience for people. And I'm not saying what he did, like not getting in contact to just say. Uh, well, and Rob G, I'm confused. So he did say that he just wasn't ready to meet, correct? Correct. Okay. Yes. So then I'm I'm okay. I'm behind the player. If he made the, the 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 contact and didn't just ignore the school completely and not respond and say I'm not ready to meet, <clears throat> and for the coach to just totally dismiss that he has something mentally that mess with him or whatever. I'm not with that. I just think that's too easy to just uh, tell people that it's not mental and just do what we say and whatever. I, I, I don't believe in that. I think people do have issues. Everybody's not built the same. And if this kid put in his blood, sweat, and tears, and, you know, it happens a lot. Like, you don't, people don't talk about a lot, but they, they do it a lot. they, They'll do something at a college to make you want to quit and and stuff, you know. I'm gonna change your position. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that, you know. And then at some point you got to make a decision. Where where am I? And uh, I probably need to get out of here or transfer or whatever it is. But but that's what they do. Um, so I, I and and the conversation tells me all I need to know about Lane Kiffin. There's no compassion whatsoever. There's no understanding. This is a college kid. He's a grown man, and and, I, and I, I think it's terrible behavior. And if I was another college coach and I was recruiting against him for kids, I would let other parents hear how he talked to the other kid because this is a guy who, to me, doesn't sound like he gives a damn about the kids uh, because the kids sound, even with his tone of voice with what he was saying. He wasn't yelling at him or carrying on. He sounded like he was really hurt and down and out. And I thought the behavior was terrible for an adult talking to a college kid.
2: I don't know. Like he's saying that if it were Rob G white kids have been given,
3: the time to yeah. So in the lawsuit, his attorney alleges, and this is the grounds for the discrimination, is that there were other white athletes or female athletes that were able to take mental leave of absences that, and not have their spot on the team.
2: If, if, that, if, they if can that prove is that, true, yep. and if right, if that's true, and they can prove that it, they didn't were forced off the team. Yep. Let's see what let's see you know then I'll feel differently. But right now, I got no issue with what Lane Kiffin did. None whatsoever I wasn't I, I I didn't play big time college sports and I had I had coaches talk to me like that and other players in high school heck before high school uh college it's just I mean the kid i I when i I read I'm reading this and the kid is saying that he suffered severe he's a red shirt junior. he suffered severe depression anxiety, frustration, embarrassment, humiliation, a loss of sleep, and loss of appetite from an injury, from an Achilles tendon injury in his right foot. Well, I mean, a lot of those things, it, it seems to me like the embarrassment, the frustration, the humiliation is coming from him being demoted to scout team. Him being moved to another position, and obviously he—it seems like maybe he didn't wasn't as good as they expected, whether as Lane Kiffin expected or as he the kid expected himself to be. But this is how it works: you can't. You're on scholarship. If the coach wants to talk with you, then you reach out to him. Even if you have somebody reach out to him on your behalf, if the the sports psychologist says he's just not ready to talk to you. Then then, that's that, but then at least you got that versus no no comment, no comments at all. You're just ignoring my calls, like you said, Rob, if you're ignoring somebody's calls for three weeks, certainly if you're an employee. now, this kid's not an employee, but he plays on the football team. If that were high school and and a coach is calling you and you ignoring him for three weeks, you're probably getting cut. I mean, this is – to me, this looks like a kid that has had trouble handling the fact that he's he hasn't lived up to what he thought he was going to be on the football team. That's what I see. Now, again, if there's proof – and Rob G., I don't know if the story had that. If there's proof that white kids and females are being treated differently, that's a whole other story. But from what I see in this, I got no problem with laying Kiffin talk. man, come on. I mean – I had coaches talk way worse to me than that. And other players worse than that. It doesn't make it right. That's it's the not one wrong. thing. You, but you, Chris, like it doesn't, make it, it 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 doesn't, doesn't make it right. I'll argue with you all day.
4: i does argue with you all day. You can argue just all day. I'm just telling you. My I know, side, but, but, I but that's okay. Wrong. That's okay that you're okay you with won't it. Answer, that I'm you your allow people to talk. No. Yeah, you can chew out people. Chris, that's not what I said. That's not what I I said. But that doesn't mean that everybody handles it the same way. Well maybe you're not built to play college football. Okay, but maybe Lane Kiffin is also That's why this suit That's why he's still on scholarship and that's why this suit is gone forward in court. Because they've obviously shown enough. That it wasn't dismissed as just some kid who was upset because he got demoted. Kids get up, des- demoted all the time and and, and and taken off the team all the time, Chris. They don't go the, all the procedures to go along with the lawsuit. Lawsuits are thrown out every day. You just can't go throw a lawsuit up. Like but, I said, you can sue for anything. Yeah, but they can be thrown out. They don't have to go all the way. That judge could throw a case out. a lot longer to throw
2: out a college kid's lawsuit against a coach.
4: And Lane Kiffin's just his his behavior and his attitude and how he talks to the In that conversation? Yeah, that's not on the field. He's, the kid's trying to have a conversation with them. He's like, dude, I was calling you for three weeks. He you said can't call that, me back. I'd be upset too. Yeah, he said that somebody that he contacted him. I asked Rob G that and he said, I'm not ready to have a conversation. No, he so said he that, didn't
2: that when they just him. talked. No, he said it when they finally talked. He said, why didn't you reach out to me? Said, Rob G, correct me if I'm wrong. And I the just kid said Rob I wasn't G ready that. to talk? He said he well, wasn't. What was it, Rob G.?
3: Rob G. According to the way the report or the, the the article reads, is that they Lane Kiffin reached out to him on March first. They said they want to re- we want to be coming to meet. Said I'm not ready to talk. So he did say the to kid him said
2: I'm not ready to talk. Or whoever said that he's not ready to okay. talk. Oh, yeah.
4: So he did. If I said to you, Chris, if he went three weeks without getting back to them, that's that's unprofessional. That would be disrespectful to the people who have given you a scholarship and, and who you answer to. But if you say I'm not ready to talk and you mean it and and it's just you're not going to be in the right place during that conversation. People do it all the time. They have an argument with their wife. Hey, not now. I, I want to cool off. I want to think about it. Can we talk tomorrow? Can I sleep tomorrow, on it? I'm just saying in general. That's different than three weeks. But I'm saying in general that sometimes it's not the best time to talk when you're not in the
2: right frame of mind. Look, I get that people mind. handle things differently, but maybe some people aren't built to play big time college. I football. agree. Maybe not. And, and that maybe that's the case with the kid. Again, if there's proof that other kids, because of their race or gender, were treated differently, then I'm open to changing. What I heard Lane Kiffin say, I got no issue with. I got no issue with. That's commonplace in terms of college
4: coaches talking to, to kids that way. Chris, every college coach talks to kids like that? A lot of them do. No, I'm asking you, dude Every college coach talks like that? I don't know like if that? everyone. I All right, then. So
2: that. it ain't I'm, that commonplace. It is co- commonplace. Mean everybody, you know what commonplace
4: means? Yeah, I do, but I don't. I think that I don't think something to me. I don't don't think I don't think that is as many people as you want to make it out to be. That this is the way it is. I had a lot of coaches before college that I also know a lot lot of people who don't want to be disrespected. And if you're going to talk with me, have a conversation. Cursing at me and calling me names because because I'm not going to fall in line with what you want to do. Play
2: sports. All right. There's a coach. And there's players. Now, there's a line, obviously, and I don't think he crossed the line. Because I've heard coaches say much worse. And have an attitude. And I think now, and again, I I don't know what the kids issue. I'm looking at this. It looks like, to me, you suffered depression, anxiety, frustration, embarrassment because you got injured. Humiliation because you got injured. Again, maybe you shouldn't be playing college football. Or just getting the transfer report and go somewhere else. But if if it's, if it's he's got proof of other kids because of race and gender, like I said, fine. But this, I, I got no problem with what Lane Kiffin said. 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in on your thoughts on this Lane Kiffin lawsuit. Was he out of line? Is the kid out of line? What are your thoughts? All right, it is the Odd Couple. Chris and Rob, keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan and We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio
5: app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge.
2: all right, it's the Odd Couple live from the TireRack.com studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All of your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. Lane Kiffin, you heard the conversation
4: with the player. What are your thoughts? All right, here we go. Little Benny Hill, too. Yes. Sean in Sacramento. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Sean?
6: Yo, Michael's from another mother my brother behind the board. Nice to hear Rob G back in the studio. Yes, sir. What up, Sean? What up, what up? So, Chris, like, it's, it's hard for me to say this, man. I agree with what you're saying. I feel like nowadays kids try to use, you know, the mental health thing as an excuse. Sometimes they're a little softer than we want them to be. But all in all, I feel like Rob's right. There's policy and procedure. It's a new day and age in 2023. With everything that went on with Michigan State, everything that went on at Penn State, Yes, you got to give the kids the benefit of the doubt because even though you may not like what the kid is saying to you, you may not like the way they're going about things, there are new presidents that have been set, so you got to follow and abide by those oh, rules and no, procedures. Oh, I'm, no, I'm
2: fine with the kids. If he wants to sue and he's got the evidence, that's fine. But just because there's a new feeling among some people doesn't mean it's right either. But you I mean, you I, don't, I just don't have any problem like, like, with what Wayne like,
4: Kiffin did. Like nuns Same. can't be kids anymore in school like right. they used to. Like that used well, to be. He's not. That, nobody's no, talking I, about beating Chris, anybody. I'm just making a point that things change. That's all I'm saying. But, but that doesn't mean that they changed change. for the better. No, but it they doesn't don't matter. But, for things, the better either. but things change. You have so to they get with could the be times.
2: Wrong. But, if but if they could be right. Though
4: they could be right. Who thought that nuns beating the hell out of kids was a right thing? Did you go
2: to Catholic school? No.
4: I would okay, never go you, to Catholic I to, school. I went to Catholic school. I never had a nun beat me up. All right, well, you're right, the one. So stop talking you're about You're the nuns. one. No, I'm I not know the plenty one. who went to Catholic school got beat by nuns.
2: Don't say I'm the one.
4: All right, See, I'm just saying. You're, you're
2: general, no, take you generalizing about nuns, but no, and you don't know anything about nuns. Okay, no, I know my so friends you, you who went you to Catholic about, school. Okay, that's your
4: that's friends. They don't one do it them. anymore. You know why they don't do it anymore? Because they have lawsuits. They didn't do it in my day. Yeah, okay. I didn't
2: get beat by nuns. And I never saw anybody get beat by none. Okay, you're so the you one. you don't know what you're talking yes, about. Yes, I've talked to plenty of guys who that's went the fine, Catholic that's school. That's that's not everybody. You're, you're talking about I'm the one. I'm not the one. There's plenty.
4: Matt in Los Angeles. You're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio.
6: Hey, uh, I have to agree with Chris on this one. Unless they can say that women or the white athletes got the right. break or extra time, then come on. I mean, I had a very mediocre athletic career that ended in high school. And coaches talking to you, I mean, that was yes. nothing. No, that was 30 years ago. But I would like to say, uh, Rob, one of the things you said is the player sounded reasonable, and he was calm and all that. It could be that he was calm and reasonable because he's secretly recording it as part of a $40 million lawsuit, you know? Uh, so I think that yeah, might
4: be Yeah, but, but if you're Lane Kiffin and that's not how you respond, it doesn't matter who's recording you. Okay? So it doesn't matter. And Matt that's no Chris, I'm talking to Matt. I would like to finish my thought. So Matt, you won't have to worry about a forty million dollar lawsuit if you weren't acting like that in your lane kiffin and you talk to the kid with some sense as you're as an adult talking to a kid. Do you get me? I, I get there's no right. reason to hide like if you out. treated people the right way. How you won't have to worry about he a recording. Hiding? How are you hiding? No, I'm talking about the idea. Oh, he secretly recorded me. Oh, my God. I didn't know it. If I would have known, is I would have talked to him that? nice. Is that what no. Lane Kevin saying? I said Matt is what
6: Matt no, said that the kid us, was no, talking I think Matt said that. I think the guy planned it out. I didn't say Lane Kiffin said that. I think right. the guy said. But if Uh-oh, you're Lane I Kiffin, you wouldn't have to worry so about a
4: recording if you treat people I don't know with that he's respect. Worried. I,
2: I got talked to worse as an intern, sports writing intern, at the Cleveland Plain Dealer. Now, I could have crumbled. And when the, when the assistant sports editor yelled at me about my story, I could have crumbled and cried. And heck, maybe sued him. Or I ha- I could just say, you know what? I got to get better. And I got to suck it up. And I didn't feel good. I-, I felt I was, like, nervous. I was anxious. I was like, man, I'm failing at this. But at some point, you got to just man up and get it done.
4: Thomas, in the Bay Area, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio.
6: What up, fellas? Thank you for having me. Uh, this kid on scholarship... Thought it was okay to not report to the coach for three weeks and kept putting it off and putting it off. In no circumstance, in any professional or collegiate, he's world, still on scholarship.
4: He's still on scholarship.
6: <laughs> he's, he's on scholarship, but in 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 what sense is it okay for him to keep putting off the coach for three weeks? He wasn't ready coach, to talk to the body. coach.
4: He wasn't ready. Get ready, then. He wasn't ready. He's your coach Thomas, what part don't you understand? <laughs> what part don't
2: you understand, right He Get wasn't
4: ready.
6: ready. Talk, talk to the coach. He Rob, wasn't ready. <laughs> Rob, as a young man on scholarship, that's his obligation Thank to you. respond to the coach. No, he
4: did respond by saying, I'm not ready to talk to you. I'm, I'm distraught. And then, and then you can he be cut. He did talk to him. He wasn't cut. He's still on scholarship. So the coach could have cut him the first day he didn't respond, right? He didn't do it because he knew he, didn't know he couldn't do him. it. He didn't want to cut
2: him. He waited for him. Gave him three weeks. I mean come on man where's the responsibility? I mean I think Rob if you if you somebody was working for you and I know it's not working but it is college sports is big time college athletics and they weren't or you just had an intern that you weren't paying and they ignored you for 3 weeks said I'm not ready and then ignored you for another 3 weeks. At some point you might be like you know what just the internship's not going to work. I mean it, just is what it is. My goodness. All right. Eddie House is around the corner, the NBA champion. But first.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: The odd couple. Uh, Listen, test your skills, folks, on prize picks this football season for a fun way to win up to 25 times your cash. Prize picks. Daily Fantasy Sports Made Easy. Visit prizepix.com odd100 and use code ODD100 for a first deposit match up to $100 today. We're waiting on Eddie House, the NBA champion. Hopefully we will get him. One of the teams, Robs that he, he does broadcasting for, the team he calls games for, uh, or is in the studio talking about, are the Boston Celtics. Regarded by many uh, as the top team in the Eastern Conference. But yesterday, Rob, they went down uh, to the Philadelphia 76ers, who now, without James Harden, have the best record in the Eastern Conference. It's very early, of course. But so far, a great start for the Sixers. They've won six straight uh, since losing to the Bucks on opening night. And they lost that game by like a point. Um, and they were up big on the Celtics last night. With three and a half minutes left, Celtics made a run to threaten, but uh, the Sixers held them off. And, Rob, they are looking great. And this is one of the things I want to ask Eddie House about. You know, I said – I've been saying for the last month or so that they could be just as good without James Harden or at least go as far without James Harden as they could with him. Um, and I, I did not think they could be better – without James Harden. But right now, Rob, they look better.
4: Yeah, they the only problem better. is it's very early in the season, and uh, it doesn't mean that on the long run they'll be better. So I'm always quick to uh, – to, I need more. I need uh, more sample size. I need to see when things aren't going right and what happens when you need a big basket in a tight game or something, and, you know, down the road and when the playoffs happen. Because they could do whatever they but, want in the regular Harden season.
2: do nothing in the playoffs.
4: I mean, he has had well, some good that. games, though. No, has but he? I mean, you know he wasn't going to be able to deliver in the biggest games you needed. Well, but also I've seen him uh, without M B go to Boston when still game one where, where he had an unbelievable game. And, and go to game five and have – so he can play oh, he, on that he, level. He,
3: yes, absolutely. But I'm just saying
4: I'm not, I'm not convinced that they're better without James Harden. I'll have to see the whole season and see them get to the Eastern Conference Finals, and then I'll say, oh, yeah, they're better than James Harden. Without that, I, I, I don't think they are.
2: They didn't get to the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, or they did last year. Last year they were in the Conference Finals, right? Is that Or did they lose in the second round?
4: I don't remember who was in the Eastern Conference. I think that was second Miami, round. Miami was it, it? Miami yeah, Boston yeah. in the
2: conference finals, yeah,
4: cuz Miami won, yeah.
2: Yeah, cuz Boston beat beat Philly, right. So it was so Philly got to the second, second round. round with Harden. Um, yeah, I think one the chemistry is better. Um, Tyrese Maxey, who many thought could emerge, uh, you know, as that second star. We'll see if he becomes a legit star. But I know this, I'm not surprised at how he's playing right now. 25 points, seven assists, five rebounds a game. I'm I'm surprised at the assist. Cause I didn't think of him as a as that much of a distributor. He never averaged more than four assists. Now, granted, he was wasn't didn't have the ball in his hands as much, but uh 25 points a game. Last year I averaged 20. So again, I'm not surprised with Harden gone. He's picked up the slack. Tobias Harris is a very good number three option. He's giving you 19 points a game. Kelly Oubre, we know, can score. He's giving you 17. So the offense is less of a two-man game with just Harden and Embiid and more of an equal opportunity system. Obviously, Embiid is your number one option. And I think Nick Nurse has done a very good job with this team. Um, They're playing at a faster pace than they did a year ago. The defense is still solid. But the offense, there's more ball movement, more guys getting involved. And around those four scores, they do have a solid group of role players. Now, I still think that Mil- that Boston and Milwaukee are the class of the conference. I think those two are above everybody else. But I think Philly is a solid third. And, you know, as the season goes on, we'll see if, you know, they start playing well enough where you actually think they have a shot to uh, – to, uh, you know, win the Eastern Conference. All right, we will get into this, the Sixers, and more. We do have Eddie House on the line now. He'll join us in a few moments. It's the Odd Couple. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio
5: app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for...
2: All right, it is the Odd Couple. Chris Broussard, Rob Parker, live from the TireRack.com studios. Test your skills on PrizePix this football season for a fun way to win up to 25 times your cash. PrizePix, daily fantasy sports made easy. Visit prizepix.com slash odd100 and use the code odd100, one zero zero for a first deposit match up to $100 today. Now, we think we we think we're getting Eddie House. We ended that segment early to talk to Eddie House and uh he's not yet here. So, I, I, I Okay, we do have our man Eddie we House, got him the now. NBA champion, the Fox Sports Radio NBA and a analyst. And uh we welcome him in. Eddie, what's Eddie. up, brother? What's going on, guys? We're we great, man. We are great. Now uh, we know you call games and you talk about the Celtics. Um, mm-hmm. The last night's game was at Philly, so I'm guessing, I'm assuming you weren't there.
6: But no, I, wasn't the, there. I, I wasn't there, but I covered it. I, I watched it. Okay, so it, the
2: Sixers, Sixers won by three. They're six and one. I still think Boston and Milwaukee are the top two teams in the East. But do you think the Sixers either are or can get to a point when what you see from them to where they can legitimately contend with those two teams to win the East?
6: Well, I don't know about winning the East, but I think that they definitely will be one of those teams that that can play. I think Joel Embiid is the MVP. He showed last night that if, if you don't have the right matchup and you don't mix the matchups up that he'll be able to, to get things done, he'll get comfortable. I think Tyrese Maxey, um, let, me, let me say this. Let me start from the beginning. I think the James Harden saga, with that getting behind them, that they're able to focus on themselves, and they don't have to answer questions about that. I'm not even talking about just the players. I'm talking about management, coaches, lean on down to the players. The fact that they have that saga behind them, I think there's a level of comfortability, especially with Tobias Harris. He is yep. now uh, being a guy. We know Maxie is going to be the number two guy. we got him beat. Now, Tobias Harris is where he was supposed to be from the very beginning. They signed him to a, a, a nice deal to where that's what his role was going to be, the number two, number three guy. And I think that he's fitting into that role pretty good. They look good defensively. I, and I'll tell you this, in the second quarter, they outworked the Celtics. They out-hustled them. They outworked them. And Nick Nurse, you know, sometimes it's a change of voice that could get a team going. And the, the Sixers are a team that are, are going to be making noise in the playoffs. They're going to be there. Now, as far as winning the East, I'm not sure when it comes down to the come down, would they be able to beat the Celtics or the Milwaukee Bucks when they come down to that?
4: Eddie, Eddie what do you make of the uh, Lakers? 0-5 on the uh, road to start, blown out in uh, Orlando, blown out in Houston last night. W- what do you make of them? I, I
6: it's it's disappointing because this is why I'm disappointed. It's it's not because the record. It's because LeBron James has to do everything for their record to be that anyway. It's, right. About,
4: I get your point. Yeah.
6: Think about the games that they won. Like, that game against Phoenix, I'm thinking to myself when I seen him in the third quarter, I'm like, Oh, he missed some bunnies. I'm like, Oh, maybe he is getting old. Then he took over the game. He's been playing extensive minutes. It's up to the other guys. D'Angelo Russell, where you at? AR-15, where you at? A.D., can you get healthy and give this guy some help? <laughs> He's too old, you know what I mean, to be having to carry a whole franchise. He's been trying to pass the torch. He's been saying stick. You, y'all, y'all know track, right? When they run yep. into four-by-one, stick, stick. He's been yelling it's stick on, for the yeah. longest. Uh, you know what I mean? It, 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 to me, it's that that's the problem. Um, That is the problem. A.D. is the problem with that team. He has to be consistently healthy. He has to be... A, a best, best ability is availability, and he has to been able to be available for that squad and that's the problem
2: you played with lebron his first year in miami when they when y'all you know got beat by dallas in the finals you've seen all the talk this week about would lebron be the same guy if he had never gone to miami what what are your thoughts
6: on that as the as a player, yes. I mean I don't there's no doubt LeBron was gonna be who LeBron was. LeBron James was gonna be one of the best players that ever played this game, no matter where you played him at. If he was playing in Charlotte, no matter what city he was in, LeBron James was gonna be was gonna do LeBron James things. Now when you talk about legacy, those two championships, we can't gloss over the fact that that helps his legacy and that only that's the only thing that helps his argument is those two yeah. championships in Miami. Those are the only two – those championships right there help his argument, that, you know, the GOAT debate, that's the only reason why somebody can talk about it. You take those two away, there is no GOAT debate. To me, there is no GOAT debate anyway. But you still got to add those things. So you can't discredit the fact that Miami helped him ascend his legacy, uh, helped solidify his legacy, and the fact of being a winner. There's a lot of great players that haven't won. But when you win – you become legendary, right? And so that's how I look at it, like that. No, that there, there's stuff, no doubt about to, that. He has to just accept the fact that you know Miami helped him and he helped Miami. It's he cool. would have
2: had to win two more somewhere because he, yeah, without four, he's not even in the goat conversation. I was at talking all. to Rich Paul, his agent, the other day, and he said that he told LeBron and Wade. After y'all, they let's face it. I mean, LeBron melted down against Dallas. I thought y'all were better than them. Y'all had them down two-one, and then LeBron just wasn't stopped playing well. But he told LeBron and Wade that that you know they were acting like villains, particularly LeBron, and that wasn't who he was. And he said God wasn't going to let LeBron win it that way. When you were there that first year, did you feel like LeBron? I'm not saying to his teammates. But, you know, did did you feel like he was trying to be this villain? Because that was the storyline. Like, he was like, okay, everybody's hating on me for coming to Miami. All right, I'm going to embrace that and be that guy. Did you feel that he was doing that? I would say
6: to an extent. You know, not like the whole, you know, being around him so you know him. If you're around him all the time, you have practice, you know the real guy. Right. But it was just the persona that he had put on because, I mean, think about the pressure, man. Like, none of us ever been under that microscope when we was 18 all the way. And everything you had to do had to be right or else it's going to get talked about bad. So, first off, salute him for what he's done in that part. But in that particular moment, in that Period of time, he was trying to embrace the villain role, and that's not him. You think about the years that he was in Cleveland before he came to Miami. Everything was fun, loving, happy, smiling. Yep. Let's have a good time. That year right there was really serious, and I felt like looking back at it and dissecting it after you know looking back, you know, from from ten thousand feet away, really looking at it and saying, damn, he really was trying to be somebody that he wasn't and embrace that role and. He didn't have to do that, and when he went back to having fun and being himself, you've seen his game elevate, you've seen his teammates elevate, and you've seen him win two back-to-back championships, so I think that he actually did try to embrace that role, and that just wasn't him, and sometimes that happens. You're trying to find yourself in certain situations, and you know it didn't work out for that one year in 2011. I hope it did. I, w- I would have wished it did, because... That I means I would have me another ring. <laughs> right.
4: Uh, um, let's talk about the Clippers and them trying to get James Harden and playing the four stars together. Uh, it looks like it's out of sorts and probably uh, somebody needs to come off the bench. And, and uh, Is that what you would look at and make a change? Ty Lu will probably have to sit Westbrook at some point.
6: Uh, Westbrook's been the best player on their team, the most consistent since he came there. He's been the guy you could – rely on night in and night out. So it's for me, it would be tough for me to go to ask a guy who's been the most reliable, most available, most consistent to say, hey, man, take a back seat. No, I think that's tough to do. That's a tough pill to swallow, and that's a hard sell. That's hard to try to sell to somebody who gave you their all when they, since they've been there. I think the thing we have to all – we, we react off of one, two, three games is a long season. We have a different conversation in January, right? In January, if it's still raggedy like this, then we know in February some guys are getting moved. You know what? Well, but
2: What's do that? You, do you think is bringing Harden off the bench an
6: option? You know, I think, put it like this, I would much rather have those problems than not have a problem like that at all. You know what I mean? If I'm a coach, i much rather have a, with a bunch of talent and try to figure it out as opposed to having no talent and trying to figure it out. So I think T. Lou is in a good situation because he does have the talent. He does have guys who understand how to play the game of basketball. He has a good coaching staff around him. He's a very smart coach. He's played the game. I think it's a great problem to have, especially early. You don't want to have be having these problems in April or in March, you know, when you're getting ready to go into the playoffs. You don't want to have these type of issues be happening. So you can always sort things out. I'll go back to the year we started in Miami. I think we started like nine and uh, seven and ten or something. We, we, we weren't that good that first year, but we ended up in the NBA finals because we figured it out, and I think these guys will figure it out at, at some point. Not saying they'll make it to the finals, but <laughs> –
2: that's our man, Eddie House. Great stuff, man. Glad we finally caught up with you. Appreciate it.
6: Right on, man. Y'all take care.
2: Yep. All Rob, right. do you think, I mean, bring it off, Like, if they end up having to bring one of them off the bench,
4: you think it could be Harden? I mean, you think yeah, that's feasible? it could be. I mean, I don't think that when, when you come and join some other team, you got to fit in. I mean, I, it's, it's not your right. team. I mean, A- A- you A- can sit there. That bag you know what after, I mean? Yeah. yeah and and if feel- you make us think and you don't go along with it, A, here's another team you just came to and, and, and right. now you want out. That's true. And people going to look at you and go, dude, don't bring that guy near me. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's, that's right. really where he would be. And then he would have lost money and then people would really – we talked about legacy and how people look at him. Chris, if he – disrupts the Clippers? Oh, no. I'm telling you, it'll be bad look for him.
2: Nah, that's fair. That's a good point. And that, I mean, Eddie brought up some good points about Westbrook. He has played well there, Rob. He's been a fit. And, um, yeah, maybe it could be Harden. Because, again, I think part of why Harden wanted to go to the Clippers, Rob, was because they were one of the few teams that could pay him at the end of the year. Um, and so maybe he would have to play nice, uh, at least for this year. All right, one hour left. Y'all know what to do. Lock it.